Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're now in chapter 6, looking at verses 1 and 2 from the New King James Version. And again, this is uh, the beginning of a new chapter means a beginning of a repetitive cycle. The Israelites did evil. And of course, the wording uh, used here situates the narrative at the beginning of a repetitive cycle that reverberates throughout the book. The 40 years of rest following this, the defeat of uh, Sisera eventually came to an end. In their uh, prosperity and complacency, Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And remember, the cycle is uh, apostasy, judgment, uh, God sends a deliverance. Well, they cry out for help, and then God sends a deliverance. So this is, again, the beginning of the cycle. But let's listen to Judges chapter 6, verses 1 and 2 from the New King James Version, which reads, Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years, and the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made for themselves the dens, the caves, and the strongholds, which are in the mountains. Again, that's Judges chapter 6, verses 1 and 2 from the New King James Version, which titles it, Midianites Oppress Israel. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Judges chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 from the New King James Version. Matthew Henry says that the burnt child dreads the fire, yet this perverse unthinking people who have been so often chastised by God for their idolatry with little regard for God's rules and judgments, they return right back to it. This people had a revolting, rebellious heart, and they seemed to have no fear of God's judgments. And they didn't care about His grace and mercy on their behalf. Israel just keeps repeating the same troubles. They keep doing the same thing. They've been warned. They've been saved. They, they, do, the, they do what they're going to do what's right in their own eyes they are chastised so there's the judgment they beg for forgiveness and God delivers them so their troubles are repeated this would follow the course all let all that sin expect to suffer let all that return to folly expect to return to misery their trouble arose from a very despicable enemy God delivered them into the hand of Midian. 
not Midian in the south where Jethro lived, but Midian in the east that joined to Moab. And that's in Numbers chapter 22, verse 4. A people that all men despised as uncultivated and unintelligent. Hence, we read not here of any king, lord, or general that they had. But the force with which they destroyed Israel was an undisciplined mob, and which made it more grievous. They were a people that Israel had formerly subdued, and in a manner had destroyed them. And yet by this time, which was nearly 200 years later, the poor remains of them were so multiplied and so magnified that they were capable of being made a very severe scourge to Israel. The hand of Midian prevailed purely by their multitude. God had promised to increase Israel as the sand on the seashore. That's the promise he made to Abraham. But their sin stopped their growth and diminished them. And then their enemies, though otherwise uh, every way inferior to them, overpowered them by sheer numbers. And just think about it. Israel has the Lord God. God Almighty on their side and you know all they have to do is follow his um, plan don't uh, fall into idolatry don't worship idol gods you know it seems like a no-brainer but for the Israelites as Matthew Henry says they are a um, revolting rebellious people and you know during this time not saying that Israel is now. This is in the book of Judges that we're talking about. Uh, let me continue. The Midianites inhabited the northern Sinai Peninsula and western Arabia. The Bible describes them as distant relatives of the Israelites through Keturah, Abraham's second wife. And that's in Genesis chapter 25, verses 2 through 4. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian. God brought Israel into bondage through the oppression of the Midianites. This is an example of God's grace and mercy to Israel because oppression would at least make them turn back to God. It would have been worse, worse if God had just left them alone. And just think about it, even if as we discipline our own kids as God disciplines us if he just left us alone some things that we we get into it would be far worse if God hadn't intervened if the Holy Spirit hadn't said okay you need to get out of this and get back on the right path so we thank God for that for his Holy Spirit the Midianites oppression drove the Israelites to dwell in caves so can you imagine leaving your home your comfort because you're afraid they made themselves hiding places. The Israelites imprisoned, or rather imprisoned, imprisoning themselves in dens and caves. This was owned purely to their own faint-heartedness that they would rather fly than fight. It was the effect of a guilty conscience which made them tremble at the shaking of a leaf and the just punishment for their apostasy from God. 
Had it not been for this, we cannot but think Israel a match for the Midianites and able enough to make head against them. But the heart that departs from God is lost, not only to what is good, but that which is great. Send the spirits men and makes them sneak about in caves and dens. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for the lesson that you have taught us and you are bringing us through your word as we study the book of Judges. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that keeps us, especially when we're in um, a state of being backslidden. Thank you that the Holy, your Holy Spirit reminds us, it grabs us, it snatches us from the fire. It snatches us from things that are against your will. But Father, I agree with uh, Matthew Henry, send the spirits of men and make some sneak into caves and dens, trying to hide from you. But Father, we know that you are everywhere. You see everything. Nothing is hidden from you. And Father, we thank you. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your angels. We thank you for being a God who hears and listens and sees everything. Even things that right now, God, we know the world seems like it's topsy-turvy when there's so much violence. There's, especially in America, so much gun violence. And the wars that's going on, especially the war in the Ukraine, God, it's a lot. It really is. But we know that you are not overwhelmed as we are. We are overwhelmed as we look at the news. But we still just cast it all on you, Father, because that's what your word says. Cast all our cares upon you because you care for us. God, we're praying that your care is shown to all those who need you right now, Father. Those laying their children to rest at a young age, not just here in America, not just in the Ukraine, but all over the world. God, give us peace in the name of Jesus and bless. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.